Hey, what's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast about everything having to do with 24 hours to go until Election Day. Four years ago, Lincoln Mitchell and I started ranting on the hill while walking the dogs in Central Park about the disaster of Donald Trump and the Plantation White House. And here we are, four years later, in two different states, thanks to COVID, talking about what could potentially happen tomorrow and the months and days and weeks that follow the election of our lifetime. And I know Lincoln likes to keep it short, compact, concise, and to the point, which is the complete antithesis of everything that I like to do. But I always defer to Lincoln. (laughs) Otherwise, this would be a seven-hour podcast of nothing but angst, anxiety, trepidation, fear, nervousness, concern, and just wanting to emotionally eat all of my feelings and then throw my guts up. So... Lincoln is going to talk us all. Is he talking us off the ledge while we're at the ledge? Is he hoping that none of us, like, Red Rover, Red Rover, run through what he has to say and over the ledge? But you could decide for yourself. I'm going to back up away from the edge of the ledge and uh, do whatever Lincoln says. (laughs) Because I can't make a decision right now to save my life. The only decision I could make is to stop talking right now because Lincoln would want me to do that and let the podcast play. Before you start, how are no, you? No, let's just, you want to, I'm starting because how I am is I want to throw up in a bucket. Okay. Like, I, I really, like, I have, I have well, absolute, I don't know, because I'm used, I'm used to doing everything in a five-gallon Home Depot bucket, but now that I have actual, like, amenities where I could probably puke my guts up in a more civilized manner, I don't know, how am I, how, how are you supposed to feel, like, nervous, anxious, scared, uh, yes. hopeful, like, I, I, Fresh. I mean, all of those things. What is that? What do you? How do you describe that in one one word? There's no one word. Yeah, it's all of those things. How are you? How are you feeling? Oh, I'm concerned. That's not good. I've always. Are we starting? Yeah, we've been starting. All right. I've always <laughs> been concerned. I mean, I, I think that you know, a lot of people ask me to kind of talk them down, and I don't have. You know, this doesn't, I mean, we, we're here, we're speaking the Monday before the election. We cannot, we have no reason to think that this will go smoothly. The Monday before the election is tomorrow. Tomorrow's election. <laughs> uh, we have seen over the weekend more efforts by the Trump operation to put the kind of communications and legal infrastructure in place to steal the election. In other words, to stop the vote counting. And we've seen more voter intimidation in North Carolina and Texas and elsewhere. Voter intimidation? The bus, the tour bus intimidation? Well, that's what I mean, yeah. And when we expect to see more of that. So, I, I'm, so there's no, you know, we know what we have to do. We have to vote. We have to go to the streets peacefully afterwards and defend the vote. We have to hope that the legal strategy is good. But the legal strategy doesn't matter because Trump catches the Supreme Court and he wins. That's his strategy and we can't beat that. And we have to kind of... But he's not going to stay in if he loses. Whether the what is the Supreme Court going to say? Like fuck the votes? You stay? So many. They're not not exactly in those words, <laughs> but what they will say 
Trump, what, here's, here's how I see it. Oh, if there are the number, if there are a number of states with him that he loses by four or fewer points, that add that if he that if he had won them, he would have gotten the electoral majority, electoral college majority, then he will try to challenge and and if those are states where they're counting late, he will try to stop the counting. Or he will say that, you know, so like Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, those are the big three. He will Florida, Florida. No, because Florida counts early. Okay. He will he will say he won those three early. And then in those three, those are the three most important states where the tide will turn from Trump at 1130 on election night on Tuesday to Biden on 1130 on election night on Wednesday. So what are we pulling so, like a 48 hour, like no sleep? Like when, I mean, not that anybody sleeps anyway, but not that, are we going to, are we going to really know anything on election night? Yes. Well, well first of all, I'm going to be on CGTN, which is Chinese television from midnight to 4 a.m. on Tuesday, Wednesday morning, so I will not be sleeping. Okay, so you'll put but, that link up where, where people could find you if they can. Yeah, and I'll be tweeting out. But, but, okay, so here's what to look for. Okay. The three competitive states where they count the votes early and they close both, you know, where, on the East Coast, Georgia, North Carolina, and Florida. If by, say, 11 o'clock East Coast time, two of those states, or just Florida are projected for Biden, Biden's going to win. Okay. At that point, there's essentially no path for Trump. And then what does Trump do? Like, activate his Proud Boys? Like, then is it like... Perhaps, perhaps. But if it is if the, if it is too close in those states to call for, Trump, uh, for Biden early, then what Trump will do is he will turn his attention, he will declare victory, and turn his attention, legal and, and kind of thuggy attention, to trying to stop the counting in Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. And those are the states where is where there is the highest potential for uh, intimidation of voters, violence by Trump supporters after the polls close. And if those three states, which add up to, you know, roughly 45 electoral votes, if winning those three states is enough to sweep him to 270, he will try desperately to get it up to the Supreme Court. And if he does, he will win. Because the Supreme Court is a partisan branch of our legislature masquerading as a court masquerading as part of our judicial system so literally like this bullshit could potentially play out where he loses yet stays for another four years or till he dies well yes i mean loses in the sense of in reality but in the in the in the kind of alternate universe of american of the american judiciary they declare that he's the winner let me try to do you understand what I'm saying? Do you want me to walk this through? Yeah, walk, yeah, a little bit. Walk me through okay. it a little bit because I, I, I'm... Okay. Let's say that the election comes down to the three states I've been talking about. Michigan, okay. Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. Okay. Right? Roughly 45 electoral votes. So each candidate is at roughly 250. If they get, you know, two of those states, they win. Right? Or even, or even you know, Biden's at 260 and he's at, you know, he can still get it if he gets those 40. So you can figure out the math. Yeah, yeah. Now, those are all, well, they're all... They're not, they're um, in the eastern part of the country. They're not all on East Coast time, so they'll close Wisconsin's a little further west, right? So let's say at 11 o'clock or midnight, so the polls close in those three states. They start counting the ballots. You got that? Yes. Now, they will start by counting the ballots that are cast on election day. Okay. And what do we know about the ballots cast on election day? Those are more likely Trump ballots than the ones that will be cast by mail or uh, early voting. Right. Uh, right. We just know that from all the research that's been done on it. 
So on election day at, say, 1130, I'm just picking this time, East Coast time, you know, you're looking on your CNN or you're on your websites looking at what's going on in these different places or any network, not CNN. Right. Not necessarily CNN. Steve Kornacki and his quad venti espresso exactly. shot at his big And what voice. you see is that in all three of these states, Trump is up 53-47. Okay? Right. So Trump declares victory. But what's what's not what they're telling you on the on the CNN and what Trump is ignoring is that we haven't counted 45% of the votes because they get counted last. That's just the rule in those states. Right? Right. So and and what do we know about the votes that are coming in early and absentee? in those states and everywhere. The they're, more Trump, they're more Biden. Right. Right? So Trump will say, oh, you can, this, is, this is fraud. This is shenanigans counting the votes late. We count them on election night. We don't wait. But of course, you have many more absentee ballots and mail-in ballots and early votes. But everyone usual. knows that's bullshit. Everyone knows that's bullshit. Again, to use the political science term. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, but his cult will support that. And then it's a question of what do, you know, do, at some point, I mean, let, let's talk about, you know, the, the worst of the uh, Trump enablers, McConnell, Mitch, Moscow Mitch, right? At that point, McConnell, but you could fill in Kevin McCarthy, any other GOP. Marco Rubio. Yeah. Any of those guys. Any, any, any other Republican enabler, right? All of them. All of them. So they're faced with this challenge. Do I one more time go down the road with Trump and support this claim? Or do I, is my last chance to break and be on the right side of history? What do you think they do? No one breaks. That's my sense too. No one is breaking because you can see them all at these fucking Trump death cult rallies. Marco Rubio was just out there cheering on the people that surround him. Because no one, because bus. very few of them have broken already. So you'll get a few old retired people breaking with him, right? I don't think anyone is going to break. But the leadership of the Republican Party will support him. I'm almost positive. It's batshit. And you're almost positive too. I am, but it's crazy. But that's where we'll be. So what do we do? We go back to what we talked about, you know, two years ago when the ferocious ISIS... ISIS. This is crazy. Go and, ahead. And we, all, and we were all walking our dogs in Central Park for, for the last 10 years, which is, or last, you know, the Trump administration. We have to be prepared to, one, peacefully go to the streets. So I have a piece... I have a, this, is not a, this is not a TV thing, but I have a... I have a do you have I'm your sign? Yes, I haven't done it yet. All right. I have this nice piece of cardboard. I ordered a bunch of books from Powell's. I don't buy my books from Amazon. I try to buy it from like various... Or the Strand, by the way. Fuck the Strand. I don't, I'm not a big Strand fan. Actually. It doesn't matter. They're fucking shady and they're... Not only did they scam the government, now they're fucking scamming the people. But go, that's a whole nother well, I don't. I don't actually don't shout. I would go to Powell's and send them... And if I can shout out to Green Apple Books. Great. San Francisco, which is another great used bookstore. What's anyway, going on I, the cardboard? So on the one side, I'm writing Shalom, motherfucker. Yes! But, but, With but a comma. I'm putting a comma yeah. after Shalom because otherwise it looks like I'm at the airport in Tel Aviv waiting for some guy to get off the plane. Yes. And then on the other side, I'm going to put hashtag. Yeah. Count the votes. Excellent. Right? What rally is this that you're going to? I might just be standing on the fucking corner. All right. I think you should. <laughs> no, that, you know what? If that makes you feel better, I think that, that, I think that that's a good thing to do because there, people need to see that people are prepared to take to the streets but, should but, this but happen. But there are, there, are, there are rallies being planned all over the country. I just, so hope, I just hope that it stays feasible because you know but, that these but, motherfuckers but infiltrate. here's what you need to do. Here's what each individual, you, me, everyone, okay. needs to do. Get a bag, like a, a soft bag, like a backpack. In the bag, put extra hand sanitizer. Make sure you have a couple of backup masks. I'm wearing my will you shut up man mask. Yeah. But, uh, 
But if that's something happens to that, I may have to break out my New York City subway map mask or my Golden Gate Bridge mask. Uh, unfortunately, okay, so my so so a couple of extra masks. If you have one of these, a little ten pack can't hurt of um, sterilizing antiseptic wipes. Right, yeah. get more if you want, whatever. Right, then um, bottle of water. Right, some handkerchiefs. Um, because you never know what's coming down the pipe, right? Right. Um, I am then taking, because I'm a little nuts, I'm taking the Halloween candy that my wife insisted we buy because in case we had trick-or-treaters, and I'm putting that in there, and I'm giving it to, to um, demonstrators in case they need a little pick-me-up. Yeah, a little sugar. A little sugar, right? So I got some Skittles, which I don't like, but also there's some Milky Ways and other little tiny candy bars. But I'm also going to bring some other, like maybe a bagel or something for myself, right? Right. So be prepared, right? If That is if you are young. If, if you, you are heading out, if you are heading out to a march. If you're, conf- if you're comfortable going out, right. be prepared. Be prepared to help people, right? Be prepared. If, there's, if you see someone about to do something stupid, talk them down. We have to remain peaceful, but we are going to be in this for the long haul. My fear right? is, uh, in, in alignment with that, that these boogaloo boys, these, you know, these crazy QAnon people, they infiltrate all of these marches. It's not a fear. It's, it's a given. Right, I know right. it's a given, but then the point is, they're the ones that throw the Molotov cocktails or break things or antagonize right. the cops. That is, and then we're fucked. Right. And then you're fucked because then all of a sudden what was once peaceful, they have now turned. Okay, so let's so let's unpack that because you're right. One, who's doing the violence? The state, the far right, the racists, that's who's doing the violence. I didn't see any Antifa dude or any Black Lives Matter demonstrator crouching down and putting pressure on someone's neck until they died. I didn't see that, right? I didn't see any Antifa dudes running through the streets and kidnapping Republicans, right? Illegally holding them. I didn't see that. I didn't see Antifa dudes with clubs going in and beating up cops. I saw the reverse of all of those things. You didn't see Antifa dudes like standing outside the governor's office waiting to like, like coming up with a cockamamie plot? By the way, you know why we didn't see Antifa dudes? Because there's no such fucking thing as Antifa. (laughs) You know what the American government used to do if you were anti-fascist? They'd give you a gun and they'd training and they'd put you on an airplane and they'd say, kill some fascists. That's what that's what President Roosevelt did, and that's what we should do, right? So so they're the ones doing the violence. And they are going to be they're doing the violence not just in the recent past, but today. Right. Last this past weekend, and they'll be doing it tomorrow. All I'm saying is that we need to do our very best to be prepared, to understand we cannot let this be violent. We have to keep it peaceful. We want this is not, and this is not. I mean, I am, I'm marching the Black Lives Matter, and I'll always march, as long as there are fascists and anti-fascists, I know which side I'm on. Right. right? And I will always march with the anti-fascists. But this is for everybody. This is for every American who wants to live in a country where the votes are counted and where the person who gets more votes than the other gets to go to office. And not just for the president, because we're talking about U.S. Senate seats, state legislative seats. Make no mistake, that's what this was about in Texas this weekend. As much as it was about Trump, it was about trying to keep the state legislature red. That's where we're trying to throw out all those ballots in Harris County. So be prepared. Keep it peaceful. Be prepared to dig in. And if you don't feel comfortable health-wise, because, I don't know, maybe you feel you're too old or you're in a high-risk category or you've got diabetes or high blood pressure or whatever it might is, it might be, then do what you can to support these people. Find out where in your community to give money. If you have some of that Halloween candy, just give it to someone to right. take to just them. Right, just stand outside you know, with water, yeah. Ten packs of masks and Know which side you're on. You can right? also and be a safe house. You can also be one of those yeah. safe doorman buildings right. where people right. can like come into Maya. That's what we were right. doing during Black Lives Matter, right? And then, and then, on on, a, on another note, have some food in your house. 
Don't be thinking you're going to order a pizza Wednesday if you get hungry. Stock up on some food. If you're fortunate enough to have a little bit of give in your, in your budget, put some cash away somewhere in your house so you, in case there's a – I mean, we need to be prepared here because, I mean, you know, I live on a small island yeah. um, off the coast of New Jersey, and there's not that many ways onto – it's not that hard. You know, you, you stop the supply lines. Well, apparently they've already started to block the entrance and exits to – to the city from all right. these Trumpers are already forming like all of these barriers. Right, that's food coming in, among other things, food, medicine, whatever, right? So be prepared, but dig in. I mean, the stakes here are very high. If you think this is important enough that you, like me and you and, and, and my wife and all these other people and my my kids, if you spend hours texting and phone banking to, to, to you know, for Biden, for the Democratic ticket, if you gave money, if you gave more money than you probably should have because you just want to get this guy out of office yeah you know that's great but don't stop now and i'm not saying give money i don't want i'm not about that don't stop now go out there vote and then demand that your vote and every other vote be counted that's the american way that's democracy and that's how we beat what will be an authoritarian takeover but that's 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 the corruptibility and that's what's terrifying about everything that you said about the supreme court is that he was already out there on stage saying oh thank you very much supreme court like he knows he's already lost it right, in go his back head. And read what, listen to what Brett Kavanaugh is saying and, and writing now. He doesn't sound like a justice. He sounds like a Republican operative. You know why? Because that's what he fucking is. Yeah, it's 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 that Supreme Court is is bad all the way around right now. And I think that that's what's scary. That's what's the most scary because even if you would think that he's a fucking cheater, there's nobody. He's not playing by the fucking rules. So there there are no rules. So you have no. one side that plays by the rules and one side that doesn't. And what I still hope, like what you said, is that there's so much going on behind the scenes on the Democratic side that we don't know about in preparation for all of this shit that's going to start because because they are cheating. They are lying. They are intimidating. They are, you know, doing all of those things that, you know, my Twitter account, three of them got kicked off of Twitter for hashtag white domestic terrorism. Like they they just you can't call it what it is, which, by the way, is the opinion of the FBI. Right, but you, t- right. but I tweeted out, and like you're gonna block me because the New York Post is now gonna support it. So I ranked on the New York Post and was like, "Way to go, supporting a white domestic terrorist." Okay, you're now thrown in Twitmo, but like, really, New York Post? Like, this is where we're at. That's the side you choose. It's it. This people are making this conscious choice, which I I just come back to. I just can't fucking understand it. I just Look, there's, an, there's an alternate universe here. Where Hillary Clinton won in 2016, we're now trying to reelect Hillary Clinton. She's running against, you know, Marco Rubio. The Republicans are running ads saying saying Hillary Clinton should be in jail because 30,000 Americans died of COVID-19. And meanwhile, we're still the, the, and, and this is the alternate universe. Had Hillary won, and meanwhile, we're saying to ourselves, "Can you believe that in 2016, 30 percent of the Republican Party voted for a fascist like Trump?" Right. But here we are now. I mean, if he had 30 percent of the Republican Party, it would be a blemish on American democracy. But where we are now is much, much bigger than that. And this moment, you know, the one thing I will say is that I want to stress over and over again, we have to be in it for the long haul, because if Trump does manage to stay in office, he can't govern. You can't steal an election by that much in a country this big and expect to have stability. So when I say be prepared for demonstrations, this could be into January, February, March. We, We cannot allow our election to be stolen. We cannot allow what we have of our democracy to be destroyed and for an authoritarian regime to be consolidated. We have to stop it. We have to fight that with everything we have. Oh, I don't, and then, 
And then after, and then underlying all of that is the fucking COVID. It's like all of this is happening and they're still, you're talking and you know, you get lost in it. Like I have to say, like you get like hypnotized by all of this stuff and all the planning and all the thinking and all, you know, the following through and what we have to do. Meanwhile, the underlying current of, uh, has not changed. It's actually gotten exponentially fucking worse. And so it's, it's like what, you know, I don't know. I just, I think the hardest thing for me is to, is to still, and I've said it from the beginning is to wrap my head around how one of these people think that this guy gives a fuck about them or their family. Like, what have they not seen? Like, what, I guess if you, I know, and if you watch Fox News, that's all you see. And if you listen to only certain things, that's all you hear. But you can, you, you, you have to see it. You have to, you walk out into society where, you know, morgue trucks were parked outside of hospitals and, you know, you can't get a hospital bed and like... Yeah, I mean, all, I don't know the answer to that question except for that propaganda is really powerful. It, I guess it really is. And, you know, I... You, you don't... I guess, you know, you don't pay attention to what, sadly, to most of what goes on around other parts of the world in places like this, where, where, not places like this, where situations like this are unfolding and happening because it might not directly impact you. And it's and 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 you know it's like that's what I find so fascinating about like all the other stuff you cover like so far away like in that's so far away but so relevant. Yeah, in so I mean, we many ways. We just had elections in Georgia on Saturday. There were elections in Georgia on Saturday, so I was kind of following that. I had to speak on a panel today, and I pointed out that you know we're here discussing the problems in the Georgian election, and we're on the cusp of an American election where the American election fraud will be higher stakes and worse. And that's where we are. And that's and that's you know, and Georgia is is a is a country that has made real steps forward with the democracy, with regards to democracy in the last decade. So it's not it's actually pretty good. But yeah, this and but we can learn from other countries all over the world, and this is our moment to do that. And we've waited too long. I mean, the, what what worries me a lot here is that we've waited too long because we kept believing it would be okay, and it's not. Who I did? I mean, not you and me. But the political leaders, we were told by the networks, by the pundits, by the earnest columnists at the New York Times. I mean, I can't tell you how many, uh, how many news, newspapers and sites are running editorials about the threat Trump represents by stealing this election that turned down opinion pieces from me because in 17 and 18 because they thought this was, I was being crazy and this was way too early and this was nuts, right? And now it's in front of them. But they didn't want to believe it then because they just wanted to believe this will just be the same. This will just be, you know, the same old white guys talking about demographic groups in Ohio or something. It's not that anymore. We are way past that. Wow, this was hopeful. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I don't even know. Do you, how do you not watch? How do you not sit? It, and it's so weird to watch this election because everyone is so isolated. Yeah. And separate. Like, I really, this is when, like, you. I just remember, like, where... People remember exactly where they were four years ago when the world came crashing down for most everybody, for the majority of people uh, who didn't vote for this fucking shithole. And now we're here and no one can really watch together. We're all going to be virtually watching together. Let's have some perspective here. Biden could very well outpoll, he could very well win by a margin of 10 million votes in the popular vote and still not win. That's what we're talking about here. That's the level. That's the problem. Here. Not win by right. cheating. I mean, not win by cheating. Because by cheating, right, right, right. By not him, the but, electoral but, college, which is still no, such electoral, bullshit. That's right. that's right. But but you're right. I mean, this is a weird, isolating moment. It's a hard time to organize, right? It's a hard. I mean, think of something like this. This, um, 
if you do civil disobedience and you have mass arrest, you spread COVID, right? Right. If you stay out in the open and demonstrate and try to social distance with a mask on, you're probably okay. I mean, by on the open, I mean outside. You're stuck in the back of a, of a police wagon with six other people and in a jail cell. This happens all over America. People are going to get COVID. And what that means is that people yeah. older than me aren't going out. Right. And my grandfather would march in these rallies till he was in his mid-80s. But he wouldn't. My, grandma, my mother can't because she doesn't want to get COVID. Yeah, I think the risks are too high. And I also, for, for not only for COVID, but for God forbid, something worse. Yeah. Because, you know, the it's also the violence. It's the violence and the, and the overlap between the white nationalist groups and the security forces and the white people in the security it's forces. It's also the fucking, let's be honest, it's the fucking cops that you can't trust. That's what trust. I mean, security forces. Oh, okay. I was going to yeah. say, because this is, I mean, the fact that, you know, no, all these cops are, have like, you know, licked their, the boots of, you know, the right. bunker bitch is, is also scary. Because they're not there to protect you. They're not there to, you know, make sure your your rights are protected and that you're no, protected. No matter what your fucking privilege. You know what I mean? Like, this is like a whole, you got to then worry about, like, COVID, violence, and then and then not having the cops there to, to, to stop anything. Or, or maybe, God forbid, even incite things or look the other way. But the cops have been. They have been inciting things. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, you went to those marches in the summer. You know how the cops... Were in New York. I mean, and they were. I'm sure they were the same in other cities. And the reason they can do this is because they feel empowered to do this. Yeah, I from know. the top. Which is what? Which is what is? Which is what is more terror? Which which is also what not adds a mention, layer of fear. Not to mention Bill Barr and this wolf wolf from Homeland Security recruiting people to be part of these special forces to go to places like Portland, and they're recruiting them. You know, they're not recruiting people who believe in nonviolence. They're recruiting the most violent white nationalists. Yeah, there. like the little Kyle Rittenhouses that are, like, going to yeah. be extradited to face, you know, double homicide charges. And Why is his mother not being charged? Yeah, I don't... That's an excellent question. There, there's... Where do you... I mean, why, yeah. why is the cop that... Why is the cop now suing... One of the cops that shot Breonna Taylor now suing the boyfriend for emotional duress. Like, you know, it, it, it's so disgusting that, you yeah. know, the way things are playing out. And unfortunately the way those things are now losing coverage because a, that's what happens over time. Sadly, other things take over the, that narrative, which they shouldn't. And people stop tweeting and Instagram storying and, you know, texting and doing all of those things. And, and, you know, they, they fall to the, sadly, to the wayside or to the, the most local little niche community that still gives a fuck about that. Yeah. And, and this has been, in every sense, a physically, psychologically, and financially exhausting year for many, many Americans. And that has been exploited by the, the Pamela Putinists in the White House. Yeah. It's hard. It's really, it, it, it's hard. It's, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I want to... I want to be hopeful. I mean, everybody, all, right, all so, the tweets and texts are like, I don't so want to get out of bed. Let's, let's wrap up with, a, with, with uh, I will give a rare glimpse of, hopelessness, of hopefulness. Oh, okay, go ahead. So if you haven't done it already, vote. This will be up Monday evening, Monday afternoon. Uh, it's going up, to, yeah, yes, tonight. You have to vote in person now or, or drop your in a drop box. Do not put your ballot in the mail. Vote, be prepared, be prepared to defend it, and these people always lose. Sometimes it take time. It takes time, but they always lose. We will win, and we can win big enough to really make real change 
beyond simply electing somebody who is a decent old guy who happens not to be Donald Trump. <laughs> That's where the big win can be. Let's work for that. Let's understand it's going to take time and hard work. Let's not give up. Keep the faith. And stay safe. And stay safe. And that's it. I miss you, Lincoln. Me too. All right. I'll talk to you later. Stop hacking your neck up. All right. All right. Bye. All right. So there you have the wise words of Lincoln Mitchell. And I'm not sure, uh, honestly, how I feel about that. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to be hopeful because otherwise I'm just going to be like everybody else, stocking up on liquor and snacks, angsty as fuck, and just wanting to eat all my feelings uh, and then throw them all up. Um, because how else can you possibly be feeling? I, I, don't, I can't even imagine if there's one person that has like some sense of calm who can find that zen space. Unless you have like some third eye, next level plateau of existence that you're able to live on. And then please send me a ticket and tell me how to get there. Um, I don't, I guess we're going to be hopeful, like Lincoln says, because we'll, in the end, we'll win. But hopefully, it won't, the end won't be like the end, end. It will be the end of this and the start of something better. Uh, so really get out to vote. Really. Pay attention, be safe, be prepared, be smart, wear a mask, wash your hands, check on your people, just, and, and do whatever you can do within your comfort zone to ensure that right wins and uh, fairness wins and honesty wins and cheaters fucking lose and tank and liars, liars, pants on fires pay for their crimes against humanity, pay for the damage that they've caused, pay, I don't give a fuck if it's monetarily or by losing their job or being held accountable in some way, but in some level, when you fuck shit up so badly, you need to be held accountable for that. And hopefully that too will happen, but I guess we have to take it one step at a time. And the first step is making sure that they don't fuck with our democracy and it's a fair uh, election, <laughs> which we know it's not going to be. So we'll do the best we can. So do all of those things. Follow Lincoln Mitchell on the Twitter at Lincoln Mitchell. Follow Lincoln on the Instagram for his Mitchell Minute at Lincoln A. Mitchell. Uh, check out his website, lincolnmitchell.com, and you can find all of his YouTube videos and links to all of his books and you know, all the other work that he's done, all the other articles that he's written and TV appearances that he's made, and, and those are all good things. And uh, let's, uh, let's, do, let's do what Lincoln tells us to do and, and then maybe, you know, what's good for you because you know you best. <laughs> but I'll stick with Lincoln because I'm not sure what I know anymore. All right, so listen, wash your hands, wear a mask, socially distance. Please don't fuck this up this holiday season and think that small gatherings are okay like medium to large gatherings. You know what's safe. You know what's smart. You know what you got to do. Don't, don't fuck this up anymore. Doctors and nurses and first-line workers and, you know, first responders don't need to clean up your fucking ignorant, selfish mess. And I want to say to all of these fucking rappers that I can no longer play on my playlist for my DJ jam that has been going on now close to 250 consecutive nights in a row... What the actual fuck, bro? What the fuck, little Wayne? 
Is it all that lean, all that promethazine that you all of a sudden are standing there with your grin grilling on your scarecrow tattooed as fuck face next to a guy that wouldn't even rent you a fucking apartment building? Because you're black and he's motherfucking racist as fuck. Like, I don't, I don't even want to, I'm not even going there. All I'm saying is this is the kind of shit. Like, I don't know how, like this, it's done. It's a done deal. You're X'd off. 50 cent. Little Wayne, little John gonna come out and like call you out and be like, fuck no, I'm not coming over. What's wrong with you, dude? Are we done? Can we be done with all this shit? Can we be done with all of this like ignorant as fuck stupidity? That is what I really like vote that off the ballot. Because I don't understand, like, all, all these people clearly care about it, are their taxes and their money. And I just wanted to make that clear. And, and also a big fuck you to the, Ameri- to the Girl Scouts for supporting Amy Coney Barrett. Because now I can't even eat frozen Thin Mints. They don't issue an apology statement. They just delete the tweets. Nope, just deleting the tweets is not good enough. No more Thin Mints for me. And that was a sleeve a day. <laughs> And that's terrible. That is terrible. People have lost their goddamn minds. So maybe, hopefully, this will be the beginning of the recollection of, like, functioning brain cells. And I know this is completely off topic. I don't even know how I got here. And I know this has Lincoln, This is why Lincoln says end early, because he knows this is going to veer completely off the fucking rails. But it is really, there, is no, there will be no mercy. There is no redemption for anyone that has crossed over there are no to the other side there are no again there are no two sides you picked the wrong fucking side little wayne you picked the wrong side ice cube 50 cent go i, I hope you're happy with your stacks of fucking money you picked the wrong side girl scouts of america so do make sure you you picked the wrong side strand bookstore Maybe go sell off all your Amazon stock that you bought with your PPP money. Maybe let everybody know that you own the building the bookstore is in and Senator Ron Wyden got hooked up with all that money and then you went and blew it on Amazon stock instead of paying your employees and keeping them hired during a fucking global pandemic. Maybe I need to reel this back in and come back from falling over the cliff so that (laughs) we can wrap this up. Because otherwise, this goes down the long, winding road of everyone who has done something that is completely batshit fucking crazy, corrupt, like, and just totally, like, absolutely insane. Like, you're willing to throw your reputation, your career, everything that you've built, your community away for for what? For a guy who has no loyalty to anyone, anyone. And all I keep coming back to is the insurance that he pulled from his family, knowing that the kid, his nephew or his grand, somebody had life-threatening seizures and he didn't give a fuck. If he doesn't give a fuck about his, one of his own family members dying from a medical condition, so he spitefully pulls their insurance, you think he gives a fuck about little fucking Wayne? All right, that's it. See? Digressing. I'm done digressing. I am finished. Listen. Find us on the jam. Come hang with the jam fam. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On on the Instagram at Doodleheads. Uh, night 250 is coming up. We're going. We're, we're not stopping. We are not stopping. 
We do stop to wash our hands, wear a mask, and socially distance. Uh, other than that, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, uh, and and get all your friends to subscribe. And and they'll listen more to Lincoln than they do to me, and that's okay. I'm okay with that because Lincoln has a lot more important things to say. Uh, I will say, uh, once again, for those louder in the back, wear your mask, wash your hands, and check on your people. And until the next time, peace. Hey, thanks for listening. Peace and hair grease. (laughs) 